This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat podcast brought to you by our sponsors charlie the bacon guy mazda of orland park and marichka's in crest hill i am rick camp alongside fellow fat jay zawoski jay it's uh i looked at my phone and in the chicagoland area tomorrow was a troubling day because the first digit of the temperature is supposed to be nine. Oh, that's rough that's uh, rough yeah, the old, the old, uh, the old Doctor Squatch deodorant's going to be getting a workout. Yeah, let me tell you. Maybe not just on my armpits. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> just, just gonna, just gonna like melt it down and bathe in it. Yeah, that's oh, that's brutal. Today was pretty hot. We're recording this on Sunday, as we always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to put Addie's pool up again this year. We're going to put that thing out there for one more year, and then she had a softball game today. So a lot of direct sunlight for me. And as you would predict, my arms are very lobstery uh, at the moment. But it's you know what? I'm not going to complain about it because we've been locked in. It felt like fall and winter lasted forever. So now that summer's here, I'm just going to embrace it. I don't care. I'm old. I'm fat. I'm famous for being fat now. So I'm just going to lean into it and sweat my butt off and not even care anymore because um, I'd rather have this than freezing cold and not being able to enjoy outside. So really awesome weekend. Um, It's going to get hot, but hey. Whatever that that's what we signed up for by living here. We have to be miserable all the time. We we had Go that bears. we had that week of nice weather. What more do you want? Yeah, what do you want? Like an actual spring season? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, come on. Spring was a lovely week. I very much do- enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was quite fantastic. And what would also be quite fantastic is if you interacted with us on social media at I'm Fat Pod, uh, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out that T Public page always sales going on mm-hmm. all i'm not even joking almost literally always there are sales going on so you can get merch check out the patreon if you so choose and subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe unsubscribe resubscribe rate and review the podcast so jay this was a uh, a big week for me in terms of the spicy chicken community oh let's get it started i am i am dying to hear about this then let's go okay to start off, I finally had the Portillo's spicy chicken sandwich. It's about damn time. Congratulations. Yes. Well, it's it's funny because like the couple times I went there, like recently after you had mentioned it, I was like, I really need to try this. But there's also the jumbo dog. There's also the beef. There's also an Italian sausage. So I'm like, ugh. 
I need to like make time for this to happen. And I'm so glad I did because I think you described it perfectly. Like, I don't know if it's the best actual like piece of chicken. It's right up there, but it, and it's close enough to where that jardinera sauce mm-hmm. puts it over the top. Oh my God. That is like, I could bathe in that and be happy. <laughs> See, and you and I were, we're mayo phobic. We are ranch phobic. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, what we found out, what I found out, cause I was looking into it cause it came up at the, at the table the other day, it is sour cream based. That is the, that is the creamy base of the Jardinera sauce from Portillo's, which to me, I never really have a problem with sour cream. Yeah. You just don't prefer it. I just don't get the point of it. It doesn't really do anything, at least in my mind, aside from wash out all the flavors, right? Like well. you built this spicy burrito or whatever. And then you put sour cream on and everything kind of just gets lost in the sour cream. So I don't really get the point of sour cream. I don't dislike it. I eat sour cream and onion, sour cream and cheddar potato chips and love them. I just don't get what it does on its own. But as a base for this Portillo's Jardinera sauce, dude, hell yes. And the great news is they're selling it. And I am going to Portillo's tomorrow and getting some. I'm glad that they waited for my official approval to start selling it. Yeah, that's you know, it, it's right. it's a sign of respect <laughs> that I really appreciate them showing me. You may be the international food expert, whatever. <laughs> right. You know, captain of the BBC radio food hits. All mm-hmm. right, cool. But does Portillo's make a move like that without my approval? Hell no. Well, that, I'll take the, you know what your 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 power is better than mine. Me at five minutes on a, on a weekend overnight show in Britain is not as valuable to our listeners as you are in bringing Portillo's hot sauce to the world or uh, Jardinera sauce to the world. By the way, last week you asked curiously, like, how did that producer from the BBC find us? So I did ask her and she responded. She said, the assignment was, quote, find somebody in the States to talk about why Wendy's is so popular in the next hour. So I searched for fast food podcasts and you were in the results. Nice. So we, I guess our, I guess those are called SEO settings. These are the things I don't understand. Um, yeah. Like how to make yourself more findable, but apparently we were findable enough for the BBC. So that's awesome. But yeah, we're a very, we're a very findable podcast. A very findable podcast. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad you liked it. So you're not ready to call it the, are you ready to call it the best chicken sandwich? Cause I had a Popeye's one last week and I was like, mm, I had forgotten how good this is. Yeah, the only thing for me is I just won't have the spicy version of it because I won't do the mayo. True. So in terms of like, do I think Popeye's probably has the best actual piece of chicken? Yes. Right. But do I think Portillo's is close enough to where that sauce can vault it at least even with Popeye's? Yes. Okay, that's fair. All right. We've been talking about getting out of our comfort zones a little bit, and I've been talking about... I've had some recent mayo experiences and haven't been horrible. Okay. I think I'm going to try a Popeye spicy chicken this week. I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it with the mayo on it and see what I think. And maybe see if they can put it on just one side of the chicken <laughs> instead of like smothering it with bum- oh, both yeah. sides. I'm sure the people at the Popeye's drive-thru are going to be really thrilled to be like, 
oh, make sure you put on just half. And, oh, you mean half? You mean dip my balls on it before I serve it to this guy? <laughs> Hell no. I never do special requests in a drive-thru. That's a horrible idea. Yeah, no, I, maybe true. I'll get it on the side and dip it. Because that's what I did with the Jardinera sauce, because I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, oh, 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 yes, I need all of this. And then as Portillo's advertises it, use it for your fries. Your That would be awesome with onion rings. I put it on your shoes. Hey, but I, I eat it on my shoes. Yeah, I would. I, th- that Jarnier <laughs> sauce, I'd put on anything. But I, the first thing I'm going to try now, next time I go to Portillo's, I'm going to get the spicy chicken sandwich, and I'm getting an order of onion rings to dip that in to dip in oh, that sauce. Yeah. That would be perfect. That sounds yeah, so good. That, that's a great call. Thank you. Because, oh, I agree. Yes, because like I'm someone where <laughs> normally for onion rings. I don't want like ketchup or whatever. I want like a barbecue sauce or something like this, like, you know, a a non-traditional sauce. And if I'm just calling traditional ketchup mustard. Yeah. Like your basics that are offered. I need, I need, I need a third party condiment. If I'm, (laughs) if I'm going to be dipping, dipping onion rings in it. I, you know, we, we've had this talk too. Like I won't dip another restaurant's, product in another restaurant sauce i just find that weird oh there's so many things i want to say but i won't. I know you shouldn't but you're thinking it <laughs> now everybody else is so you basically did it anyway yeah uh, um possible right. deniability <laughs> exactly all right so uh yesterday the 22nd was addie's birthday uh she turned 11 so the thing she wanted was to get her ears pierced and i'm like all right we're not gonna i don't want to take her to claire's and have like some like girl who's on her phone while piercing her ears <laughs> so we took her to a tattoo shop we went to valparaiso and went to a place called Duneland studios which is absolutely gorgeous it was cleaner than a doctor's office in there i was like i was blown away by how clean this place was so she gets a you know a professional piercing done by someone who does it for a living and uh she did well you know she cried a little bit because it was a little more painful than she expected um but then after a few minutes she was fine and we're like, all right, we got to get back home because her party was about to start. And we're trying to find something to eat. We're like, you know, we're in another state. Can we just not have the same crap? So hopes Let's on get her different phone. different crap. Let's get different crap. And that's exactly what we did. I went to the first time in I don't know how long. Quiznos. There's, oh my God, there's a Quiznos? <laughs> yes. I have not been to Quiznos in forever. And Dude, hopes- Quiznos is the sh- it's so good it was now good you're getting price gouged but it's good <laughs> it was good I, I got the uh spicy monterey which is like ham turkey um and then it had what i was expecting to be a chili relish you know kind of okay. like the hoagie sauce like it's um it's almost like a like a cherry pepper jardinier uh-huh. They have it at Jersey Mike's. It's kind of the same stuff they have there. Yeah. So like the cherry pepper spread. That's what I thought it was going to be. But this was mm-hmm. more of a almost like a sriracha sauce okay. on the sandwich. It wasn't exactly what I was expecting, but it was really good. And they had jalapeno cheddar bread that really Ooh. knocked it over the line. So I, I forgot how good and reliable Quiznos was and uh, went in there. There were a bunch of people eating in there and we all got our food. We all loved it. So I can't remember the last time I've been to a Quiznos. I don't even know if I can tell you where the there is. is one in the Chicagoland area. I mean, I know where the last the last one that I can remember was right by the uh, uh, the outlet mall off of 88 in North Aurora. 
Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there was one like right by the turn in for the outlet mall. So it's like you get off of 88 and it's pretty much right there, like right before you turn to go into the outlet mall. There was one there. So every once in a while, like when I'd be on my way home from work, I would, that was usually the exit I would get off of before I moved to the condo that I'm in now. And I would get that and just like, and depending on how I was feeling, I would wait till I would get home to eat it or I would eat it in the parking lot. All right. I'm looking at my, um, I'm looking at Google maps right now Mm -hmm. to me in Homewood. The closest one is Valparaiso. There's one on division street, 164 West division in Chicago. And then there's another one in Displains. Those are the three closest to me. So there are a few. I didn't know there was still one in the city. That's that's interesting. Okay, hold on. I'm I have to like actually click to go to Google now because I'm not using Chrome today, which feels really weird. Are you on Bing? No, it it (laughs) defaulted to Bing. So I'm like, get this out of here. Yeah, I'll talk to you in 25 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so. Yeah, so I ended up going to Google. All right, let's see. Find a Quiznos near me. And that. The closest one, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's uh, the one on Division. Then there's one in Barrington, one in Mundelein, and then the one in Valpo. Yeah, okay. So, so not a ton are, of them. Not, no, I mean, it, it makes, yeah, it makes Quiznos look, or it makes uh, Qdoba look like a just, overpowering conglomerate i forgot guess what was right next to qdoba or quiznos <laughs> <laughs> there was a qdoba right next to it it was um, it like the q strip mall or something I, it was uh things that left chicago five to seven years ago yeah pretty that, much. That, <laughs> that was the name of the strip mall <laughs> uh, but yeah you know i'm like i should go to qdoba just to troll rick and i'm like nah, i want to try quiznos because it's been so long yeah um, and it was good i was very glad to, i'll still say Jersey Mike's mm-hmm. way better. Um, I'll yeah. even say, um, oh, my God, I'm blanking. What's your place that you made me try? And it was good. Um, oh, Penn Station. Uh, Penn Station. Oh, oh, that's right. You did. Tr- wait, you did try Penn Station? Yeah, like forever ago. I tried the one. in There's one in Indiana. Um, and oh, I, I had oh, it. That's it was, right. And yeah. You had a bad experience. Okay. And yeah, I told you. Yeah. And we were like, okay, we'll find a reason to get you out to the uh, to the one. And I think it's technically Oak Brook. It wasn't bad. It was just not like wonderful yeah you know so but i'm mm-hmm. I, i'm sure i just didn't order the right thing or whatever. yeah but yeah so uh, also i i appreciate you coming up with a cover story to not let the truth about your wrong burrito t- and mexican oh food God. takes you know, know be yeah. shown to the light mm-hmm. the best place is always close that's science yep they always are really hard to find because people yep. love them so much they try to make them more rare right yeah you have to leave people wanting more <laughs> right yeah, that's a great business plan. <laughs> I never said it was a great business plan. I just like the food. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I got a new place that you know pretty well. Just opened in Homewood. Mm-hmm. Mod Pizza, which is like yes, I've had Mod Pizza. a Chipotle Qdoba style. Um, like mm-hmm. they have their own like pre-made pizza options. And these are, I think it was six, 11 or 14 inch pizzas. I think that was kind of the. The number's available, so 11 is the default. We are in a hurry, because this was before one of Addie's 700 softball games last week. Um, And so we're like, we got to eat before softball. So we ate like four. weren't super hungry. But I got an 11-inch, and like I always say, just go with the basic sausage, right? So I got the spicy um, 
They have like a spicy tomato sauce you can get instead mm-hmm. of the standard. So I got that. Got Italian sausage and cheese. So nothing too crazy. I had them do double serving of oregano because everyone who listens to this knows I love oregano. Ooh, good call. Dude, I was really impressed with Mod Pizza. Yeah, it's really solid. And I'm not just saying that it's like for a, you know, for a chain pizza place or for one of these fast service pizza places, it was pretty good. Sure. No, it was legitimately really good pizza. And for a mm-hmm. place that this was the first time I've been there and it was this, their second day in business for that it to be good. I mean, that's impressive for it to be that good. The second day that they've been open in their location. That was really impressive. I'm looking forward to trying some of the other things there because they've got your standard margarita, but like uh, the other night, my friends got like an olive oil and garlic with artichoke and um, you know, I probably won't do that, but they've got yeah, like, all sort of possibilities. They, they got a, yeah, they got a bougie pizza. A bougie pizza is a great way to put it, but I was really impressed with it. Uh, two thumbs up for mod pizza. So if you've got one near you or you're in the, uh, you know, the greater Homewood area, come try that one on Halstead there right by the target. It was delicious mm-hmm. and I'll be going back there a lot. I'm very glad to have another kind of option here. Oh, and they've got a yeah. beautiful patio. Outdoor patio. Oh, so that's we, a, yeah. that's a huge plus. And Thursday, what, what, what night was that? Whatever it was. It was uh, Wednesday or Thursday. It was Wednesday night. It was just absolutely beautiful that night. It was like 70 degrees and just a slight mm-hmm. breeze and sunny. Man, it was a perfect day to eat outside. So, yeah, really, really enjoyed my trip to Mod Pizza. Yeah, I know there's one in downtown Naperville. So if people are looking for other locations... I know there's one there. I feel like I see them popping up a little bit more. I think there's one in, I think it's South Elgin, maybe. Okay. Like off of a, off of Randall. I feel like there's one there. So that's those are a couple other options. And I know there are more in the area, but I just can't think of where they are off the top of my head. But no, I enjoy mob pizza. Like it's especially for what it is. If you're just like you mentioned, if you're on the go and you don't have the time to, you know, like really think through a better pizza place. Like I don't need like we don't need people people coming to us and saying, Well, there's better local options than mod pizza. Of course. We get it. Yes. This is yeah, like you mentioned, this is like a Chipotle Qdoba, like subway type thing. Right. That's really what this is. And for those types of places, it is really high quality. So, I, yeah, I enjoy that place a good amount. And it's funny because it's one of those places that, like, I'll see it and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I should go there soon, but then never do. Yeah, because it feels Maybe. like it should take longer. Like, it feels like it should mm-hmm. take longer for your, and you're like, oh, I don't have time for mod. But I'm telling you, it was maybe five minutes from ordering to eating. It was not long at all. And then they had... Great iced tea, great like homemade lemonade, like in those uh, what do you call it? Those constantly stirring iced tea dispensers, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I, the things that you get all your drinks on um, from on Bourbon Street. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's what I always think of with those, or uh, or that's what you always get your horchata from. Right. Yes, one of those things, the stirrer, I guess you call it. But yeah, I was really yeah. impressed. I did not get to try the what their their version of the ding dong, which I assume they warm up. Mm-hmm. Cause they're just, they're all sitting there in foil. Um, that's definitely on their menu for next time. But we were just like, I gotta get out of here. I will say not cheap. No, it was me. Hope me and hope each got an 11 inch. Addy got the, the mini and it was like 35 bucks. But I will say 
the three of us probably could have split two 11s and been more than more than satisfied. Like I yeah. ate way more. I, I was full and I had two pieces left and I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to eat these because I'll be super That's hungry the after the game. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's on brand for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're def- you definitely pay for the convenience a little bit. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if the train comes through, but normally I like to close the uh, the window for doing the podcast because it keeps some of the noise out. It's too hot for that. So I won't be through. doing that. Yeah. And no, the train yeah, never comes whatever. through on this, but I, 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 which is, I like which to hear is it. kind of a miracle. <laughs> I like it's kind it. of a miracle considering like how close it is or like i'm shocked we haven't at some point because even closer than that there's the fire station like literally walking distance from my building like walking distance for me even so like i'm shocked that not one time has there been a call that they get where it's like they have to go horn and everything from jump street next time we record i'm going to call 911 and call in a false alarm <laughs> Yeah, I'm what could go wrong? To right by you, to your uh, your yeah. specific apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in, and so firefighters. Hey, firehouse subs, am I right? They're like uh, banging your door down. They try to carry you out the window, but three guys die trying to lift you. <laughs> We're going to need the cherry picker. I'm just doing a podcast. <laughs> Maybe then they'd finally clean our windows, too. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a go. nice thing. Yeah, get, hey, uh, while you're up here, get an insurance claim on it while you're up there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I have an update. Oh, on something that we have that you have sung the praises of that I have yet to be able to try as it moved closer to me. And that is Rainbow Cone. Did you have because it? Because. No, because you know how like I drive by it almost every day, literally every single day. There, it's busy enough where there are cop cars, or there's a cop, like directing traffic, just to get in there, like because a the, the parking lot is small, it is very small, so there's not a lot of room, and then the drive-through goes out to the street, literally every day of the week. I have not had the time to be able to just like spend however long it takes in line to be able to go through and get rainbow cone. I get you. I mean, it's, it's, it's great for them because they're clearly doing fantastic since they've been here, but I have not made it there yet. So I wanted to say good on rainbow cone for being here and clearly being delicious because a bunch of people are getting it and probably, you know, having been willing to sit through the line more than I've been willing to, to this point, but I have still not been able to get to it because it's been so popular. Well, at least you're close enough that when it eventually does, you know, slow down, you'll be able to just get in there whenever you want. You know, like it's it's not like you have to make a special trip to get there. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's within 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of my of my place. So it's no special trip. I pass it every day longingly, <laughs> just like. I would love to see, you know, empty pavement. However, there is never any empty pavement in this parking lot. Well, so I've thought about it like on the way to work one day when I got off to a quicker start and then I saw the line and I'm like, "Eh, I'd be probably cutting it too close. I can't do that. Yeah. I'll just do what you did for a real urban barbecue and just wait overnight. Oh, that's true. Just bundle up in your hat and your, uh, I do love that everybody assumes I was out there for like six hours or something like that. I'm like, I was out there for like two. It's just Rick. It's just perfect. Oh, the picture's perfect. You're so happy because you know, you've won. 
The other mm-hmm. guy is actually like, get a load of this effing guy. No, that guy's <laughs> jealous because he wanted it too. I the know. thing is, he's even more of a nerd than I am because he wanted to be first in line, not because he needed the free barbecue, not because he was like short on money or something like me, because he wanted the clout that came with it. Oh. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Tell us about like, the clout you got from that, Rick. Tell us about all the opportunities you've gained and all the fame you've oh, garnered yes. from being that guy. Yes, the the fame I have garnered is from everybody at the score reposting that picture and saying, look at this effing guy. Well, (laughs) let's laugh at him. That's the clout I've gotten from it. Well, if you get enough clout, maybe our friends at Mazda of Orland Park will give you a Mazda and say, put on the back window. The guy who won the year of real urban barbecue drives this. That would be wonderful. I'm sure that uh, Eric is really working on those plans right now. I think I hear him (laughs) literally drawing up that contract as we speak. But uh, oh, yeah. If you're in the market for a new car, do yourself a favor and check out a Mazda. And when you do, do it at Mazda of Orland Park. That's where I've got that's where I got my 2015 Mazda CX-5, which is still running great. 130,000 mile threshold or 135,000 mile threshold was crossed this weekend because I drove all over God's creation. And the thing has never had knock on. I don't have any wood down here. I'll knock on glass. Never had a major issue. Uh, love that car. It is so reliable. It's so great. It. I will be a Mazda customer for life and a Mazda of Orland Park customer for life as well. Give them a call, 708-444-3200 or visit MazdaOfOrlandPark.com. Give him a call. Ask for Eric Bates. He'll get you squared away. He is the owner. He is the guy who's helped me every step of the way throughout my car ownership. Uh, and he's, uh, you know, they're there for you when you're buying. They're there for you when you're servicing. Top-notch service at Mazda Roland Park. You will be very satisfied. So, again, give him a call, 708-444-3200, or visit MazdaOfOrlandPark.com. I tried something new, Rick. Yeah? I did. I'm a big Topo Chico guy. Just the, um, I don't know what you call it, like the mineral water, the the bubbly water, the seltzer water. I, I really like okay. it because it doesn't have that weird, like, club soda taste. It's also filling so sometimes if i'm a little bit hungry and i need a drink uh, and i, I want to like take the hunger edge off a topo chico really gets the job done and it's nothing it's water well they've come out with a hard seltzer dude let me tell you this stuff is phenomenal the best of the mass marketed hard seltzers i've ever tried my friends at rabbit brewing have their own like all natural hard seltzer and they're amazing too they're called Faye Propaganda. Go to rabbitbrewing.com and check that out. Um, but as far as like things you can buy at, at the Jewels, the mm-hmm. Topo Chico Hard Seltzer was absolutely awesome. It's got four flavors. It's uh, Tangy Lemon Lime. That's one I didn't taste because I figured like I kind of know what that tastes like. Tropical yeah. Mango, Strawberry Guava, and Exotic Pineapple. And the pineapple one is a little bit spicy. Oh, my God. Was it good? And I had... We had friends over last night at, uh, for Addie's birthday. The kids were playing, and then the adults were at the table. I knocked out three or four of those things without blinking. Yeah. And, and then at midnight, I was, like, getting sleepy. Hope's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. I have hardly anything to drink. And she's like, Jay. <laughs> you turned into Lupinella. I did. I was like, oh, this exotic pineapple uh, top of Chico is fantastic. Like, it just, they went down so smooth on a hot night. Oh, my God. This is not, I know it sounds like a paid advertisement, 
But mm-hmm. Tobo Chico is not paying us anything, and they probably never will. <laughs> but Confirmed. Dude, I'm telling you, this is the absolute best hard seltzer I've ever had uh, in terms of you know multi-mass marketed. It was fantastic. We got it at a Target. I've seen it at Jewel. I don't know if it's available quite everywhere just yet, but find it. If you like hard seltzers like White Claws or whatever, uh, I really enjoyed those Corona ones last summer. These mm-hmm. blow them out of the water. They are the, oh my God, they're so good. Every one of them was good. They're sweet, but not overpowering. Um, okay. They're not like, you know, like LaCroix is like someone thought about a watermelon and then <laughs> that, <laughs> someone described, someone's described once LaCroix is like, if someone eats fruit salad and burps in the seltzer water, that's what LaCroix <laughs> is. <laughs> See, I was going to say, I think LaCroix was like the flavor was like it was manufactured by someone who has no like sense of taste. Yeah, right. Because it's just like, oh, it's this flavor, except it's flat and it tastes like and literally every flavor tastes the same. Another one, too, was you as as you drip, as you drink uh, seltzer water, someone screams the name of a fruit from another room. Raspberry. (laughs) Oh, I get it a little bit. Now I taste it. Now that you screamed it from another room, I guess that's what you're going with. No, the Tobo Chico Seltzer, uh, definitely flavorful, delicious. If I if you like poured it in a glass in front of me and said, does this or does this not have booze in it? I would say no. So just Interesting. <laughs> don't be like me. <laughs> Remember what you're drinking has booze in it. I was, I was at my house. Oh. I was on my back porch. It was fine. But oh my god, they my are first incredible. Ex- my first experience with uh, drinking heavily when I when it was when I was in college, and it was one of those of, huh, I'm tasting this and I don't taste booze. That must mean I can drink a lot of it. Can I guess what no. it was? Yes. Was it a Long Island iced tea? No, it was not. Like I bet if you had like one more guess, you could probably probably get it. Amaretto Stone Sour. No screwdriver juice. Oh, jungle, jungle. Juice. of course, of course, of course. Jungle juice with Everclear. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, dude, I was like the the person. Who, it was it was literally the only time when I've uh, been drinking that the room spun on me. Yeah, that'll like do I've, it. I've, I've I've thrown up before, but like I've only had that one time where the room spun. Yeah, I was like having had had any alcohol at all like two or three times before and it was like next to nothing and then i go hey here's my fourth cup of jungle juice what Mm. could go wrong you know what could go wrong a white carpet that's what could go wrong wrong? with red jungle juice the death of rick could also go wrong (laughs) oh yeah i guess there's that (laughs) but yeah but the rug uh the rug really tied the room together yeah oh it, it really did oh okay So while I'm on my random thoughts thing, I have a LaCroix theory. Okay. While we were on it, um, I don't think anybody actually likes LaCroix, like tries it and is like, oh my God, this tastes great. I think it's literally that people think it's kind of healthy-ish or at least healthier than other options and it got popular. So people have it. I think you're right. I think it is. I don't want water, but I know pop is terrible for me. So I'm going to have something in between. And LaCroix is like the best thing. I will say, though, there was a two summer run where everywhere I went, I had a, a knockoff Yeti with LaCroix and Tito's. And okay. that really just I had a nice level buzz the entire summer. 
That was really, and really nobody nice. knew because it was in, because it was in your knockoff Yeti. Exactly. Have I told the story though of me being the drunkest I've ever been? Have I ever told the Long Island iced tea story? Oh, I don't. I don't think so. Okay, so I was not a drinker in high school. I really wasn't. Didn't even begin drinking until I was twenty-one. I don't know why. Like all my friends in high school drank. I was more of a, a smoke guy. I was more of a weed mm-hmm. guy, um, and just never really got into it. And then in college, like, all right, I'm going to drink socially. So I think I'm a junior or sophomore. We go to Minnesota, Minneapolis for the uh, college journalism conference, which was an excuse for six of us to go to Minnesota, paid for by the school and take two, you know, listen to one seminar and this thing and then party the whole time. Get drunk. Yeah. So we go to a place called, I think it's called Banana Joe's. No idea if it's still there. And I'm like, you know, I don't want beer. I just want like a cocktail. Like I asked the bartender, like, what's a good like tasting cocktail, like a good social. Oh, yeah. You know, Long Island iced tea is popular. Like, cool. Give me one of those. I went into, and mind you, I'm stupid, as everyone knows. I went into this experience thinking that a Long Island iced tea was Sprite, Coke, and vodka. That's mm. not what it is. It's no. All, it's remember when you were a kid, and you went to Seven Eleven, and you t- <laughs> and you took your cup and put all the pops in it. It's like a Long Island is basically that with all the boozes behind the counter. Oh yeah, Rick, I had <laughs> seven. In an hour, <laughs> my last memory of the night, aside from vomiting violently in the shower in my hotel room, was ordering the fourth. No, exactly. The bartender, I go, I want another Long Island. And my last memory is the bartender behind mm-hmm. the bar has a big glass and a small glass, like asking me which one I want. And I go, the big one. And that's the last memory I have of the night. Oh, boy. Dude. I think I may have been close to death. Like I woke up and my forehead had bruises on it for me, like throwing up so hard. And I spent the entire night in the shower, like just trying to get myself back to like somewhat, I don't know, like consciousness. The fact that I was able to get in and shower, I guess was good news. But if I had one more, like, I don't know. And my friend Mm -hmm. who was with me, my friend, Jill, I think, you know, Jill, she's remains my best friend. She was there, yeah. but she sleeps like she was drunk too. And then she also sleeps as heavy as anyone in the world. So she wasn't hearing any of this. So it was just me on my own. And I'll remember is the next day we woke up and I'm like, all right, let's go get breakfast. And I'm like, no food. Don't want food. Can't think of food. But we all had to go together because we had to fly home. And mm-hmm. we went to like this Greek place for breakfast. And the Saganaki, the flaming cheese, yeah, was like the first thing I ate. And you would think that would be bad, but for whatever reason, the the grease content of that like just was exactly what I needed. Then I was able to eat again, and then we had Hooters nice. for lunch. <laughs> so I got right back on the swing, the swing of things right away. Well, if, if if it makes you feel better, my my worst like waking like hitting consciousness afterwards moment was when I wake up and I'm sitting on the toilet. Oh boy. Um, now, mind you, at this point, I don't remember if my pants were up or down, but you know, <laughs> so either way it was, and I look at my phone and it was like five 30 in the morning and I'm sitting on the toilet. So I'm like, Oh, this is interesting. Okay. So I go back to my room and my roommate is in his bed. 
I am in my bed because this was a suite. So we had like two people per room and it was like four to a unit. Okay. Uh, and I see all these orange peels around and it's because I puked on my keyboard. Oh my God. I was, I was apparently drunk and this is still old, long enough ago where, where, uh, AOL instant messenger was a thing. So I was drunk talking to people on, on AIM, <laughs> and I hit that point where I had no reaction time. And we had we had a poor setup that year where we had a, it was a group of a group of four guys and a group of four girls that, that we were all really close friends. And we wanted to be on the same floor, but when choosing our rooms, we didn't realize which bathroom was which. So the guys were like six step six steps away from the girls bathroom the girls were six steps away from the guys bathroom and you had to go all the way around the floor to get to your own so that was poor planning on our part and apparently i was just like yep right here let's let's just throw up the most shocking part of that is that you ate oranges oh i didn't eat them i think my roommate did and he put the orange peels around oh okay okay i thought it was that at you least that's what, at least that's peels. No, <laughs> no. He, he wanted the smell to go away to the point where he could sleep, oh, but not that's actually, actually clean pretty up. Pretty smart. Yeah, and then he didn't have to, you know, like clean up my puke or anything like that because I did that myself. All right, this is these are gross stories. We should wrap them up. But I can yeah, no we probably should drink. stop with that. Uh, similar story though, real quick. I can no longer drink or smell Captain Morgan because dude got drunk in oh. our suite, threw up in our mm -hmm. sink, and then like didn't come back for two days to clean it. And I'm like. Dude, I'm not cleaning your vomit. Like, I'm just not. Yeah. Like, we lit a million candles around it, and it just it sat there for like two days. Like, you have to come and clean this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, your puke is not our responsibility. Right. That was the end of that friendship. That was yeah. that was enough. Yeah, we could probably uh, go with these stories for a while, but I will. I will not. Yeah, I'm done. Um, I, all right, let's I, I, I let's not. bring people back to to deliciousness. Um, yes. Well, let's, let's talk about Marishka's because that's delicious. Uh, Crest Hill, yes. 604 Theater Street, family-owned and operated since 1933. What more do you need to know? For a business, family-owned business to stay in business that long, they're doing something right. And at Marishka's, they're doing everything right. If it's your first time there, congratulations. Go get yourself a poor boy sandwich. You will love it. Their onion rings are second to none. The double baked potatoes are phenomenal. But everything on the menu is absolutely terrific and will keep you going back again and again really Marishka's is iconic uh and, you know in the south burbs out there in crest hill they're famous people have been there love it they talk about it they go there their whole lives i'm one of those people i i discovered it for the first time when i was at lewis mm -hmm. in romeoville and since then it's been one of my favorite places it'll be yours too visit marishkas.com or facebook.com slash marishkas that's m-e-r-i-c-h-k-a-s all right so I'm a big well, hold, hold on. I have, oh, I have a oh, quick question oh, yeah. first mm -hmm. off off of that. When you had it and realized how good it was, did you look at someone and ask, isn't it iconic? God damn it, Rick. <laughs> you didn't have Don't to do think? that. You literally stopped. I, me. I, I, yes, I did. You stopped the podcast <laughs> to make that joke. to make a joke that bad. Yes. Yes, I did. Well, you're welcome. Respect. <laughs> Imagine the little kid with the Derek Jeter hat on giving you the respect hat tip. I appreciate the packed? commitment. Yeah. Good Lord. <sighs> anyway, as you may know or may not know, I'm a big slurpy frozen Coke guy. It's like mm -hmm. my monthly like I'm just going to take in all the sugar I can and hope I don't die 
situation. Yeah. So like once a month, I'll get a frozen Coke or, or Slurpee. New one at McDonald's. Frozen Sprite Limeade. Ooh. Oh, it is excellent. And I was afraid it was going to be too limey or too mm-hmm. lemony. And it was not. It was just the perfect balance. It's still sweet and sour at the same time. Uh, so there's a pro tip. Also good news. As of Friday, Spicy McNuggets are back. So I don't know. Nice. I, I just I don't know why. Like, I, I I know they're they're a limited time only thing, but they're also bringing them back so often. Like at this yeah. point, just make them permanent, right? Right, because it's what it's here for three weeks, gone for four. I Is I couldn't even, even tell long? you, but it seems like. I, it seems like it doesn't go two months without it returning. So that, that feels yeah. about right. But they're back now. So, okay. So get them while they're hot. Yeah. While you can actually get them. Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, it's good. It's random mark. Well, it's not necessarily marketing, but it's random choices on their part. But yeah, hey, just, do you. I just don't get why they don't, I don't know, make, either make it permanent or... If I was going to do the op- if I wasn't going to make it permanent, I would make it much more like because like you were saying, make people miss it like they do with the mm-hmm. McRib, right? Like the McRib is out only twice a year or whatever it is, maybe once a year. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is with spicy McNuggets. I really don't. But uh, they're back for now. So, you know, maybe by the time you hear this, they won't be. Um, but give it a shot. By the way, people keep tweeting at us. The newest thing at Taco Bell is the naked Chalupa which is mm-hmm. a fried chicken taco shell. Yes. I, I would try it, but I'm afraid like I'm going to love it. And then we'll be like, okay, we're taking that away too. screw you. So I'm kind of like resistant to even trying it. Yeah. I'm kind of just resistant to Taco Bell in general well, at the moment. You could I've got make the worse one close to me. Yeah, that's true. But I've got the one that's close to me. That just sucks. So I'm, I kind of more or less boycott, at least boycott that Taco Bell. And then I have such disdain for that Taco Bell that when I see other ones, I'm less likely to go than I would have been before. So that's fair. Is it the service or the food that sucks? The service. 100% the service. God, it's so important, man. Yeah. Like when it's 745 at night and you say we're closed. That's not a thing, especially at Taco Bell. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Or when it says literally Taco Bell breakfast and they're not open till noon. Hmm. Seems seems a little sketchy. Oh, you know what was not sketchy, though? And I know it's something you have had. And it's something that I had for the first time in a long time yesterday. Well, yesterday was my first time back in a bar. Nice. Which was, it was kind of jarring at first. And then it was like, oh, I can sit here. I was waiting for the person that I was meeting up with. It was really Nice. It is a great feeling, but it is definitely weird. Um, I'll, not to derail your story, but just to connect with you a little bit. Like, yeah, we had our first large group party. Like, we've we've had our mm-hmm. little bubble of friends, like two families we've stayed close to, and we've been outside with mass or whatever. We had our first outdoor, like five or six family party on Friday night, and everybody was like, "This is so weird." Like we were all kind of like hesitant. People were keeping our distances and we're like, hey, we're all vaccinated. We've all followed the rules. Like, let's just like give into this and enjoy it. And then once we yeah. kind of were like, oh, that feeling of it. Okay, we're back. Like I seriously was watching the kids get together and I was getting like choked up watching it. 
Like these kids haven't seen each other in over in a year. Cool. Aside from like being on Zoom and like who's coming next? It was almost like uh one of my favorite TikToks is the guy who's like who's coming next to heaven. And anytime somebody <laughs> dies, it's like the Royal Rumble entrance, but they did DMX. So it's like as new kids come in, all the kids that are there freak out. And to see that, to see the kids happy again and we're together again, I was there were three or four times I almost lost it. Anyway, back to your story. Yeah, so like I, I met up with Actually, it was someone I'd never met before, but it was someone that I work with over at Four for Four, who uh, who lives in who lives in the area. So, you know, getting to meet him, being back at a bar, and we we went to uh, Miller's Ale House oh. in oh in Lombard, right across the street from the mall there, and I got the Big Red, which is their mm. their spicy chicken sandwich, it, and, and it's not Nashville, and it's not Buffalo. It's just like no, a hot it's, sauce chicken sandwich. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, but it's still it's a hot sauce that is more flavor than just here's some heat for you, right? But and but so it's like the perfect balance. And listen, I understand that the, the Big Red maintains its name because the patty is always bigger than the bun. This <laughs> one, I swear, I swear, it's like it, it was the biggest Big Red that I've ever had, and I've had. Eh, maybe a handful in my life like this one uh the guy i was with was almost halfway through his like thing his like order of zingers when i got to the bun like it was that much extra where it was like literally half the plate and it was incredible tasted fantastic like it's always great their fries are really good because they're seasoned really well so like that was another thing that just made it that much better and then i hadn't had i went i went very basic uh i hadn't had summer shandy yet this year oh and nice. this you know it's just like this weekend was really like a prime summer shandy or seltzer weekend and i went summer shandy at the bar and i was like you know what i don't care i'm just doing it you know judge as you must but it was like the perfect combination getting to be back like in public with people sitting down like meeting somebody new watching basketball eating good food it was fantastic and it was almost it was almost like uh therapeutic in a way oh absolutely and summer shandy is therapeutic anyway <laughs> I, I, Dude, who would, it really is who would judge a summer shandy what's wrong with you? you like stuff that's delicious you dork yeah i like stuff that's <laughs> delicious kiss my ass right summer shandy's awesome yeah, like with as everybody knows, my recent affinity for the old Cayman Jack margaritas, they you know Summer Shandy's kind of taken a back seat a little bit, but it's gonna come back to the forefront for a while because it's so good. It's perfect. It is a perfect summer drink. All right, I think we've yapped long enough. Is it time to uh, get to the fat phone? Let's do it. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. 708-858-3314 is the number for the fat phone you call us every month we reward a prize pack from charlie the bacon guy you're fat you're happy you're good to go we gave our prize last week to bob from morgan park Southside butt rash carolyn has an early lead on this month hi fat this is Southside butt rash carolyn yep that's there permanently <laughs> 
Yep, that's awesome. Uh, but you can get so, yours. Wait, the, the the rash or the the quote? I hope just the quote for Carolyn's okay. sake. But she did tell us her butt was good last week, so um, the rash anyway. I can't speak to her actual. I'm going to stop talking for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, Bob from Morgan Park, he won the Charlie the Big Guy prize pack. We're going to give away one of those every month, and we're going to let Charlie tell you right now about what's available from Charlie the Bacon Guy. God damn it. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Why did I do you that? You should leave that in because your reaction was great. I know. All right, here we go. Hi there, Fatlandia. Charlie the Bacon Guy here with your weekly bacon flavor update. Bacon flavors, maple pepper, rosemary pepper garlic, barbecue, Korean barbecue, and vanilla bourbon. I'm running low on uh, the last three. Uh, you guys have been real great to me this week, and I really appreciate it getting some, getting some of those different flavors in. Um, for bacon jams, I made some new ones this week, uh, some trials, so if you want to give those a shot, I'd be happy to, happy to help you try those out. I made a truffle bacon jam and a vanilla bourbon bacon jam. Both are quite delicious. Uh, I would say different applications for both. Um, but we can discuss that at a later date. Um, don't forget to reach out to us on Instagram uh, or email uh, Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram and Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Uh, look forward to hearing from you all. Have a great week and eat lots of bacon. Charlie driving a tr- uh, tra- a tank through the uh, neighborhood apparently. <laughs> see, I thought. See, I thought he was. He was. I thought he was driving from the inside of a bug zapper. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> It sounded like some sort of heavy war machine was, was riding behind him. That was that was also attracting all the insects. <laughs> sure, he's gonna be self conscious. Charlie, we love your messages. We're not making yes. fun. We're laughing with you, not at you. Um, yes. All right. You've. I think you've probably heard enough to order because it sounds like a lot of you guys have been doing that. We appreciate that, and I know Charlie does more than anything. Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram, Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com or on Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. He's based out of Woodridge and his bacon is always nitrate and nitrite free. And it comes from Catalpa Grove Farms in Dwight, Illinois. He's got t shirts available with the Charlie the State of Bacon logo. Shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. He can deliver personally if you're in the Western Burbs. Otherwise, he can arrange to meet you somewhere in the middle. So he will make it work for you. Check out Charlie the Bacon Guy. And just a heads up here, uh, read a story the other day. Pork prices are going up. So in your stores, your bacon, your hot dogs, your pork chops, all those things are going to get more expensive. So order from Charlie. It's better. Sorry. What? I'm. Oh, I thought it was assumed that I was the reason for the shortage of pork. <laughs> you might be. I think it might have to do with the pipeline hack for some reason. I don't know. I don't understand this crap. But um, anyway, pork is going to get more expensive. So buy it from Charlie because it's better anyway. Uh, it tastes better. It's cut better. It's a better cut of meat. It's just awesome. So order from Charlie. Again, charliethebacongguy at gmail.com. Guy on Instagram or Guy on Twitter. To the fat phone we go. Hello, fats. This is the official bidet ambassador here to support Jay's love for some butt squirtage and to make a confession that I can't ever let my wife know about. I'm on the road traveling for work 100 plus nights a year, and my wife always wants to know why I get two queen beds instead of one king. The answer is simple. I get lonely and need comfort. That's right. One bed for sleeping, 
one for eating. Keep up the good work, Fats, and squirt, squirt. <laughs> we got catchphrases now? Wow. Squirt, squirt? That is uncomfortable. Yeah. Funny and uncomfortable. This has been an that. uncomfortable episode. It really has. <laughs> um, boy. Uh, all right. Squirt, squirt. Uh, sure. Uh, I am a big, I am a bidet enthusiast. I definitely am. Uh, highly recommend a bidet if you don't have one already. But um, I like, that's a good move. The eh. No? You don't like your well, butt squirted? Well, no. The fact that you said that and then the transition word you used to get back to the topic was butt. Oh. Also... Um, the two bed thing, that's a pro move. And I, 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 now I have visions of like, uh, just a smorgasbord is laid out on the other bed. Like there's mm-hmm. a, you know, there's a, there's a bowl with, you know, various candy bars or, or maybe he just eats on one and sleeps on the other, but mm-hmm. I, that's a pro move. I like that. No. And, and it's funny because that actually came up. Something along those lines came up for me this week because I got my first invite for a wedding in obviously a long time this was one that was supposed to happen last year my buddy beaker is getting married well he got married they're just having the you know all the ceremonies and stuff is bunsen gonna be there uh no Mm -hmm. he will not they had a falling out yes they did okay so yeah beaker beaker's you know he found a replacement so you know he was a lone wolf for a while but (laughs) now he is now he is not so uh, going to Beaker's wedding, and I was deciding, you know, like one king bed, two queen beds. And I initially just said the one king because I'm like, hey, I'm fat. I like to sprawl out. So, yeah, let's go with the one king bed. And then now, like almost immediately afterwards, I'm like, maybe I should do the two queens for, as was mentioned, either like one to just like, even though you could very easily just have your suitcase or whatever on the ground. No, I don't want to bend over when I don't have to. So I can just put it on the bed or I can eat on the one bed and sleep in the other. Or so when you huh. sweat through the first bed, you can get on the mm. other one. Or one for spanky, one for sleepy. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. What's up, Pat? That's good. Hold on. It's Greg from Elmhurst. Um, He's eating. I have talked about this in a previous chicken sandwich episode. But I'm in the middle of the Nashville hot chicken sandwich from Burger King right now. After two visits, I am prepared to say (laughs) it is better than Popeye's. Now, the overall experience is a little bit worse because the fries still suck. But this chicken sandwich is the real deal, and you got to try it. No shot. There's, really? You won't even try it? I'll try it. There's no way in hell Burger King has produced something better than Popeye's. That, you know, he's not the first person to say that either. Really? That's the crazy thing. I've seen a few. It's not a ton. All right. But, like, I've seen, like, whether it's social media or other places, like, I've like a total of, like, a handful of people that have said Burger King spicy chicken greater than the Popeye's spicy chicken. Now, he said that the Nashville, is it is it a Nashville hot chicken? Because I, don't I think know. that's what he said. I'm almost positive that's what he said in the voicemail. All Burger right, so King, do we consider chicken. the Pedway Burger King to be representative of all Burger Kings? Like, if you're going to try something, does that one count as a place to try it from? 
I don't know. Like the Whoppers seem the same, right? Like everything else seems kind of yeah, the same. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it probably is. All right. I'll try it this week. I'll go down there and try it. I'll take one for the team. This is this is very, very interesting. I don't know. I just have very I... little faith. And I don't hate Burger King. I just like, for me, when it comes to innovation, they always seem to kind of fall short. Well, I mean, if you're going to be the last one in, this is about the time to start getting in. So it yeah. would kind of be on brand. Yeah. Maybe they heard my BBC interview where I said it's the chicken wars and not the burger wars. And they just realized that true see you're talking about the power i have look what you're doing you're right you're getting burger king to get with the times all right all right let's do uh let's do one more hey fats it's pete from crystal lake um i'm calling with a little bit of a fat hack for you um obviously this podcast is big into the effects and magic that is gold bond um and i my first call to the podcast was back in the summer last year and i was asking the best application for gold bond well i think i've stumbled upon it you take, you go into the bathroom, you sit on the toilet, and oh you boy. take some toilet paper and you lay it flat on your hand. Then you put, you pour some gold bond onto the toilet paper, and then you reach down and apply, and all of the remnants that doesn't stick or stay with you um, ends up in the toilet. There's none on your hands, no mess. You flush it down, all good. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. We, sir, are in your debt. Yes. That's a great move. It really is. And the thing is, too, it's not even like he goes with the crazy innovation that he might have heard of called a towel that does basically the same thing, but it's just not disposable. And it doesn't get all over the floor. This is a brilliant idea. Yeah, this this really is a good idea. So while while I start with sarcasm, I end with respect. The other I, factor, I will t- I will tip my retupact hat towards you. <laughs> the other issue here or or benefit here is as you're sitting on the toilet, your cheeks are more apart. So you get mm-hmm. you get up in there better. Better surface area coverage. Uh, this is this is a all right. This is you may have moved fat hack. He, he's he's gaining some ground. Hi, fat. This is Southside Butt Rash, Carolyn. Watch your back, Carolyn. He's coming for you with this hack. More like your backside. That's right. Good timing on this, too, for him, because today was mm-hmm. a gold bond day. Yes. Oh, my. Yeah, not Chamber of Commerce. No. Gold bond day. No, that was, uh, today was a rough one. All right. Should yeah. we uh, get to some emails here? Let's do it. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. You want to go first? Yeah, this one's from Tim, and it's one we've we've covered in the past, so we can kind of get through it quickly. Fellas, have either of you undertaken an extreme eating challenge? You know, something that would get you on the wall of fame at some joint. If you haven't, what food challenge type would you feel the most comfortable taking on? And he says, P.S., the Burger King in Rantoul was having a broiler issue the other day, so there were no burgers and only fried food, a gift in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> that is a completely unrelated but a funny note i like it um i have not done like a competitive like you have to eat this in this much time however mm-hmm. when i was at lewis and i was the fattest i've ever been uh me and my other fat friend keith went to burrito king uh in joliet that was right near university of st francis and they had a burrito that was probably like 18 inches long and him and I Jeez. both ate it and got our pictures on the wall. 
that would be probably the closest thing to that that I've done. And that would be the thing I'm most comfortable with. I could, I could down, like you give me a giant burrito. As long as I get to pick the filling, mm-hmm. I could, I could take it down. That would be my yeah. most comfortable challenge. I also feel like I could eat unlimited tacos. Yeah. Now for those, would you go for something like that? Would you go hard or soft shell? Soft shell. Okay. Two bites on a corner flour taco. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with the hard shell, it's like you got to battle it a little bit because it crumbles That's and gets true. messy and two bites of a flour taco and you're done. I'm going to let that sit there for a second. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, for me, I would normally, I think I'm best at more where it's not a quick time thing. Like if I, I need a longer period of time, like I'm not a sprinter in that. And in, in the food eating sense, I'm not the sprinter. I am the long distance person. So that's what I prefer to go towards. Like if it's a larger amount of food, but I have either a longer period of time or no time limit within reason, I think that's where I would excel the most. Okay. I am by just, I am for whatever reason, I am a fast eater. I'm a very task oriented person. It's like, get it Mm -hmm. done, get it done, get it done onto the next, onto the next, onto the next thing which is sometimes why when there's nothing else to do, I get really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, like at parties, I'm like, I should just be sitting here chilling. And I'm like, I should go to bed. I should be in bed. What, what's wrong with me? Uh, that'll be a big part of my therapy on Tuesday. I'll fill you all in next weekend why that is. Um, but uh, <laughs> like, why can't it's I just great tease? Why can't I just relax <laughs> at a party? It's yeah. the I'm fat podcast. It's the I'm anxious podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a fast eater. So I think that's maybe why I take down so much because I'm eating it before my body registers that I've eaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sound familiar? Good. Yes, I'm sure to a lot of people so. listening. All right. This one comes oh, yes. from our buddy Lance. He says, what single brand has the most variations of itself on store shelves? I'm thinking Oreos have to be in a running with minis, gluten-free, goldens, and dozens more. Coke and Pepsi variations, Cheerios. There's like a billion of those. Who is greediest in terms of shelf space consumption? Are we excluding chip brands in this? Because I feel like it would be a chip brand. It'd be like Lay's or something like that. That could be. I still feel like when I go like Oreo has the most variety, though. There's so many different Oreos. Like at any given time, there's probably like 10 varieties when you go through what he's talking about, like you know, right now it's s'mores or golden or double stuff or thin or mega stuff. Like there's just so many options. The other one I thought of would be Ben and Jerry's because there's probably what standard, maybe nine or 10 that are always available. And then two or three, you know, limited edition sort of things going on. But Mm -hmm. yeah, chips too. Like, especially now with the Lay's with all the challenge flavors they've come out with. Right. Well, there's that. And then also, maybe I was just more taking the question too literal. But if we're talking actual square footage on the shelves for, you know, within reason, I think chips would win that just because the average bag of chip space takes up more than the average Oreo. Uh, True. You know, bag of Oreos. So. So if we're talking close number, like one is eight, one is nine, maybe, then I think I'd lean the chip. 
Yeah, if you're talking real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably right. Only one way to find out. Go to the store and buy all these things and see which takes up the most room in your house. Okay. This next one is from Mike in Park Ridge, and this one's going to take a hot minute. All right. So he asks or says, I, as many fats do, eat in a lot of different parking lots. For years, I was a guy who would seek out the finest looking post, parking lot, lamp, or large piece of empty construction equipment. This was my preferred parking place to eat, I feel seen. Uh, that large object to the front and right of my car would make me feel safe. It would make me feel unnoticed until I listened to a particular episode of your podcast, which brought to my attention that I was merely one of many fats who regularly eat in parking lots next to poles. While I have considered trying to lose weight over the past 20 years or so, this was absolutely the last straw. I now knew that I was a fat. This has had a profound impact on my life from that moment on. Each and every time I want to park next to a pole to eat, I think of you guys and simply pull into the next space to that one so I don't have the pole right in front of me, thereby making me a non-fat. I don't know if that's how that works. As a matter of fact, I almost feel like I'm exercising and losing weight every time I make this important decision. Sure, not having a pole next to you allows the quote-unquote parking lot hawks or as some call them seagulls to fully surround your car and beg from all angles, but this is a small price to pay for that healthiness. <laughs> I feel like I have so much to tell you guys. However, let's just leave it at that for right now. It's funny because he's fat. Yeah, you're fat, buddy. <laughs> yeah, totally a fat. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you for being fat. And uh, I'm sorry that we caused that sort of distress for you. Um, But I just, you know, I I want my food hot. I also like the thought of searching out construction equipment to park behind, even if it's like not in a parking lot. You just like see a backhoe somewhere and park next to it. Sir, this is a future Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. All right. This one's long, too. So look forward to me butchering it. All right. This is from Alec. Hey, fats. Love the podcast. Look forward to it every week. I wanted to share a personal food story, a fat fashion, if you will, that occurred a few months back. Since that time, I became a fan of the podcast and began to wonder how you guys would have handled the same situation. My story begins at a small diner type restaurant in my rural Illinois hometown. It's a blue collar type of town and the restaurant itself is very small. The waitresses take your order and cook it on the flat top themselves while eating there on Sunday morning, one Sunday morning with two other people. I get about a third of the way into my sausage and cheese omelet only to find a distinct black hair inside the center of my omelet. Obviously Mm. I was quite dispirited by this discovery though. In the moment I was not presented with many appealing options. I couldn't take back what I had already eaten, and I couldn't really complain to the waitress because, well, she was the one who had cooked it. I also didn't want to alert the others at my table as to the unsettling discovery in my omelet. I ultimately determined that my only path forward was to discreetly remove the hair. A brief covert operation ensued, which, to my dismay, I discovered the impressive length of the hair. Though, in an odd way, I felt relieved knowing the type of hair that it was after a brief pause I decided to press forward and proceeded to finish the rest of my breakfast. With this story in mind, I have several questions to ask. Did I handle this correctly? Does the certainty as to the type and origin of the hair dictate the appropriate response? Are there types of food that, would, that make a rogue hair more difficult to accept? And does the location of a rogue hair on your plate change how you react? Wow. 
I have done this where I've gotten a hair in my food and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to flip out. It happens. This is a pretty clean place. Like the staff looks like normal people. And I'm just going to continue on with my meal because uh, I was certain it was from the head of a person and not another part of a person. Um, yeah. I think you handled Glad it we pretty got well. That distinction, by the way. But, you know, boy, if there like what item would it be on? Like if it was, I don't know. Like if it was in my McDonald's fries or, you know, I, like I could see how someone's making you an omelet and a piece of hair falls in. I get that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't in know. The, in the middle, though, like for me, if it's but if she's flipping very... it right, and it's just like if she's she's working the omelet, she's stirring it up, and yeah. then you know she, her head's probably moving from the motion, and one little piece falls in. I don't know. Uh, see, I think it's all in how you bring it up because he's he's acting like by bringing it up at, in any way, shape, or form, you're calling the server slash cook like bad at their job or something and as long i think as long as you present it as hey you know i saw this you know i'm not mad or anything just you know and obviously this stuff happens but i would rather not you know eat the rest of this can we do something about it like if you phrase it that way i think that's totally acceptable to just like acknowledge basically hey stuff happens I don't blame you, you know, like, especially for, for women. I'm surprised that stuff doesn't happen more often, honestly. Right. So I think there, I think there's a a good way to go about it without being like, without pointing blame necessarily on the person to do it. I don't know if it was in the middle of my food, if I would be able to just like kind of pluck it and go, if it was like on the edge of something where like, let's say it's an omelet and it's like kind of partially draped over like a corner i could just like chop off that little bit of corner and just like let that be if i wanted to and then move on with my life then whatever but if it's like in the middle that's kind of rough i just wonder like and maybe this is just my fatness talking but how dirty can a single piece of hair be you know that's a good question like i it like doesn't really matter like i know it's gross but like is one piece of hair going to make me super sick or I don't know. Maybe, I'd, maybe it's just how I sort of like, if that one that happens to me, I'm like, okay, this isn't a big deal. It could be my anxiety speaking. Like, nope, don't want to, don't no confrontation. Just pretend like nothing happened and just move mm-hmm. on with your life at the expense of your potential health or happiness because you just ate something that had a hair in it. I don't know. Just, yeah. for, maybe it's just being a dad and having a kid and seeing gross stuff and <laughs> witnessing childbirth where I'm like, eh, hair. <laughs> you know i've seen worse yeah like i've seen worse things up close yeah like like i've like if for me if it's on the edge and i can just like easily discard the little piece of it i'm not going to get rid of the rest of it and and i do think the hair thing is fascinating on the whole mm, uh just freezing. like as a whole society as a whole, yeah fair uh <laughs> you're right i kill rick <laughs> everyone's I'm got mad a thing I rick everyone's I'm, got their own thing and no judgment uh i i'm mad that i didn't see that train coming uh because that was just 
barreling right down the tracks. And I was just like, oh, look, a train, and then let it hit me. Um, <laughs> but the whole societal thing about like hair being one of the most disgusting things humanly possible, I find that fascinating. I don't think it's necessarily wrong. I just find it interesting. Probably one uh, of the things you wash so the most that. and most thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So I, I don't know. Now I'm kind of stuck on the fact that I didn't see the train coming and I'm mad at myself. All right. Well, this will get you back on the rails to continue the train metaphor. This is a food challenge that I might not be able to do. This is from our buddy Popcorn Andy. Um, All right. Here's here's the thing. So a few shows ago, Jay mentioned he needed to get to Johnny's Beef. Excellent choice. Best beefs in the Chicagoland area. Here is the three restaurant challenge that my son and his girlfriend have created and we have all successfully completed. Stop number one, go to Johnny's in Elmwood Park, order an Italian beef with peppers and large Italian ice. Stop number two, go to Russell's Barbecue in Elmwood Park, five minutes from Johnny's, and order a full slab of ribs. Stop three, go to Gene and Jude's Hot Dogs in River Grove. That's 10 minutes from Johnny's. Order hot dog and fries. Andy says he gets a double dog and fries. We eat all three while sitting in the Gene and Jude's parking lot. This is a ton of food for one sitting. This has been successfully done by both my sons and one of my son's girlfriends. All three are normal. I have completed the challenge. FYI, Gene and Jude's and Johnny's are cash only. I don't know. All right. So Italian beef with peppers, large Italian ice, full slab of ribs, hot dog and fries. The f- there's a logistical question here. Yeah. Maybe this is a dumb one. If you're eating this in your car, isn't a full slab of ribs kind of difficult to maneuver? Yeah, that's rough. You're going to need a thousand wet naps. Yeah. That's that. I mean, that adds to the challenge of it, of just dealing with all the, with all the extra work for the damn slab of ribs. Yeah. That boy, that. When I saw full slab, I said, I don't know if I could do that, but maybe because it is just meat and like Mm -hmm. a full slab of ribs looks big, but at the end of the day, it's not a ton of food. Yeah. Hmm. I would love to try this. Yes. I think it's possible. I'm not saying it's likely, but I'm saying it's definitely possible, but there's just a lot of legwork in there. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. I I have a like a I know Gene and Jude's is great, but I got really like annoyed there once because I went there and I I like ketchup on my hot dog. Kill me, right? Like go go you you're from Chicago, you like ketchup? Like what? What? That's so stupid. I hate condiment Nazis. Get out of my face. But like I'm like, can I get some ketchup? They're like, no, we don't have ketchup here. This is Chicago. I go, you serve fries. Can I have ketchup for my fries? No, we don't have ketchup here. Go to McDonald's and ask them. So I had to go to a different place to get ketchup. Look, if I'm the fact that you money, the fact that you did go somewhere else for ketchup is like it was like that to the fat resume. It was literally across the parking lot, so I didn't have to get him like out like into my car. But it's like you're you're literally gonna make me go somewhere else because you have condiment pride. That's weird. I'm sorry. Like I get the bit. Or, like, maybe if someone orders ketchup, you ring a bell and embarrass them. Uh, okay, right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, I like ketchup. I, but can I have what I want now? Right. That bothered me. But I'll go there again. What would the what would the condiment pride flag look like? Just mustard. 
<laughs> like blotches of. It'd just be a yellow, yellow flag. Yeah, it'd be a yellow <laughs> flag. <laughs> oh God! All right, I think uh, I I think I'm I'm probably hitting the end of the road here because like normally we do this and it's like late morning early afternoon we get weird when these are like late night one well yeah. late night by our terms yeah like this is a late night one yeah like it just turned 10 o'clock and uh, yes. so i, I i'm uh, i'm feeling the uh the old train is uh i need more coal to shovel in this thing because this is an old timey train too and by coal you mean oreos Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, Oreo balls, better shape, oh. more, more like the real thing, more yes. like more like coal. So, oh darn, Oreo balls. Okay, uh, but no. So, on that note, I think it's as good a time as any to get out of here. Let's do it. So, one more time, check out all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the T Public page. Even if you're not thinking of getting something right now, scope it out. Come up with a game plan for the next time there's a sale because there's sales all the time on T Public. Check out the Patreon if you like. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, and then unsubscribe and resubscribe again to the podcast. Rate and review it. And check out our sponsors Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, and Marichka's in Crest Hill. For Jay, I am Rick. And this is the I'm Fat Podcast.